Hello and welcome to the Digital Church Academy podcast. My name is Chris Wharton. I'm the headmaster of the Digital Church Academy, and I'm here to transform your church in the digital age. Email is still one of the best marketing tools. I honestly, I don't even remember how young I was when I got my first email, but it's it's something that's required from a super early age. Schools use it to communicate with kids. You get emails as you... Uh, super young you get your first email account it's just such a common method of communication emails are not going away email marketing is not dead i'm sure you were sick of me talking about facebook advertising but guess what i'm gonna hit that email train and we're gonna go for it because the power behind email marketing especially when it's done well is insane you were delivered to my phone right there i can check it see it get more information but I'm going to talk about something specific today. That's email sequences. We're going to get into that as I look at how churches really use email. I don't think churches use email effectively. You think of the common emails you get from churches. You might have a newsletter, right? Newsletter for different ministries. Um, you might get emails when someone's new. There might be an email specifically for someone who is new or people who uh, were guests for a weekend. They might get an automated email. But... That's just not it's just not a good marketing technique. Cause newsletters have a ton of information. But I remember my church's newsletter. And it just had so much information. And it doesn't have a call to action. It has like 15 calls to action. So the goal of email marketing is to give someone a specific action to do. I want you to click this link. I want you to watch this video. I want you to do this thing what ends up happening is that because we see it as such sacred space that it's like here's a message from the pastor so you should watch the sermon from last Sunday. but you should also sign up for this class and you want to be here for this event and you should click here for this and if you're like students you should do this if you have children you should do this overwhelm too much stuff too much information and it becomes blurry not a good way to use email marketing not at all and here's what usually happens that you find a template you really like it's like oh my goodness this is cool. It looks good. And then you use that every week, every two weeks, every month. How often you send your newsletter out? It reminds me of Best Buy. So I get emails all the time from Best Buy. Every email looks the same, feels the same. Guess what I do? Ignore it because it all is the same stuff. So tip number one for today, change up your newsletter. Change it up. Make it different, change the formatting, change the way you write it, change the things you use in it, change the call to action, change images in it. Change it up consistently so that it feels fresh every time you get it. Tip number one. Tip number two. This is something when I was in church, I didn't even know you could do. This is common practice in the marketing world that when you send an email, newsletter, resend that same email to people who did not open the previous email, but change at least two things. One, the subject line, and two, the opening paragraph. And the reason you do this is that a lot of times it's not that people are ignoring you. They got lost in their inbox. I get like a hundred and something emails a day. I may just not see it. Change it up. Resend to unopens and your open rates will go drastically up because you're reducing the number of people and you just get more people to see it. So the simple math is this. If you sent the email once, you had whatever, 5,000 people on your email list, and you had a 30% open rate. That's awesome. Then you take the people who are unopened and send the email to them. And say that gets 30% open rate. All those people 
would have never seen the email if you didn't resend to one who opens. It's a no-brainer, win-win, no idea when I work for a church you could even do that. You need to do that today. Start it, but change the two things. Change out the subject line, change out the opening paragraph. Then let's talk about those emails to guests. I love that churches will send an email to a first-time guest. You fill out the, con the contact card, send an email out. Thank you for coming today. We're so glad you're here. Pastor might be in contact with you sometime this week. Blah, blah, blah. Awesomeness. But usually that's the end of that email. And whatever pastor follows up, then that's the end of that. Done. No more communication. Might be put in the newsletter. Get the newsletter. Nothing. What you need to have is what we call an email sequence. So email sequences are, like it says, a sequence of emails that go and happen one after another after another, not immediately. There's a gap of time. And you do this to continue to give someone information. And so if you're a new guest, a first-time guest, you send that first email that Sunday, potentially, right after they visited. Then you might send them another email a few days later, and then another email a week later. And each email has different content. You could have one that talks about the different activities in the church. You could have one that talks about different volunteer opportunities. You have one that talks about ways you can watch sermons online when you're away. You just continue to provide information, provide information, not sell, not have um, just a bulletin board, but continue to share information that someone would be interested in who's new to your church and give them a clear call to action and a method to connect deeper. A lot of times you think of how much goes on in a church, how many things go on, how uh, groups and different ministries and all these things going on for a new person. That's super overwhelming. And there's a lot of church information that just isn't easy to find. And so if you create a sequence of emails to get someone used to one, getting communication from you and two, giving them the information they want to hear. But the important thing here is to segment the list. So when someone's a first time guest and that pastor speaks to them, segment them. What I mean by that is that all the demographics you can gather from them, you need to put that into your email service provider. So if you know that this person is single and they are 25 and they are new to the area and they are a young Christian, those things give you the information to continue to send information to this person. So single, which means you can talk about different ministries you have for single people or different events you have going on or Christian community events. Um, new to the area means you could have talk about you know other people are near the area, connected with the area itself or learn more about the area, area around you. Um, new Christian means that you could encourage them to start a reading plan. If they haven't started a reading plan before. Get involved in a small group or whatever you call your community groups. There's a ton of ways, a ton of information, only if you segment the person and then give them what they want. This is the future. The future of marketing is two things. Artificial intelligence when it comes to chatbots and chatting online. So example would be you go to a website, you chat with the thing, it learns and it can respond to you just like a person does. Artificial intelligence and then message segmentation based on information. So if I visit your website, the information you have saved on me based on the fact that I'm cookied and you know who I am makes the website I see different from the website that normally exists. 
That's the future of marketing. And you can start that by segmenting and collecting information, which you already collect anyways, and use it to email people. So for a first time guest, you just heard me talk about what that sequence would be like. First email could be um, information, general information uh, about the church. Thank you for visiting. We're so glad you're here. Pastor being in contact with you. Second email could be, you know, other ministries inside the church. Hey, just so you know, we have children's and students and, you know, it's really for the whole family. Third email could be volunteer opportunities. Uh, could be opportunities to get involved in community. It could be opportunities to uh, reach and connect with someone or a group you have. Um, you know, there's, you take all the things that someone could be involved in or want to learn about your church and you break them up and put them in emails in a sequence and space them out. That way they're used to hearing from you. You do the same thing for everything. So first time guests, that's awesome. What if they're the first time into your children's ministry? Well, first email would be, you know, thank you for dropping your kids off. We're so glad we, we had them here. You know, so awesome you came to visit us. Second email could be learn more about, about children's ministry. What do you actually do in children's ministry? Third email could be a, um, a testimonial from a parent about how children's ministry impacted their life or their, their kid's life. Students, same thing. Could be about a testimony from an event that happened. Could be a um, interview with the, with a student pastor talking about you know the why the student ministry exists and does it in a certain way. You could do the same thing for events. So someone signs up for Easter, or you start trickling information. Here's what the you know we're talking about this Easter. Here's uh, Easter tips for things. Oh, we're having this Easter egg hunt, or whatever your church does is an outreach around Easter. You can create multiple emails. Don't pile it all in one. Don't overwhelm them, but give them multiple emails in a sequence segmented for who they are and tell stories, tell stories about your church, about life change, about testimonials, about people, about your staff show behind the scenes. That's what people want to see. The same thing that people want to see on Facebook is the same thing. They want to learn more about your church, about same content. Here's why you use a sequence. One, you keep your audience warm, meaning the people who are in the email sequence will get used to receiving emails from you, getting information from you. So then when you have the, that event or something that comes along that's more of an advertisement, they're more likely to open it. Two, you can move people from one sequence to another, meaning, okay, there might be a first time sequence, meaning it's like four or five emails that get sent out over a five week period. And then you might move them to the next sequence based on the information of them. So it might be a, you know, learn more about the Bible sequence or sermon series sequence, all these things. You just keep progressing and sending content. In the advertising world, the more free content you can give, the better you are. You see it all the time that services, especially they try and put out all this free content over and over and over. And they do it because the more free content you give, the means the more comfortable I get with you. So when they do the ask, they ask me to buy something I'm more willing to buy from them. That's just how simple it is. And so the more content you can put out about your church, one, the more comfortable person is going to be with your church. Two, the more they're going to know about your church, which is important. And they're going to feel the connection to your church. They're going to feel like they're a part of your church, even if they're new or new Christian or only visited once. Put them through an email sequence and segment them based on their interests. It's that easy. 
If you want to learn more about digital marketing designed for the church, please visit the digitalchurchacademy.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode at the digitalchurchacademy.com slash five. You can also find resources designed for the church and sign up for the wait list for our upcoming course, Intro to Facebook Ads for Churches. I'm so excited. Don't need me to tell you about that. If you like this episode, want to hear more, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Or if you like another podcast platform, we're there too. Subscribe. Again, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for your time, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Digital Church Academy podcast.